Okay, and that ties in quite nicely with our next award, which is a new one okay. this year. The I Used to Know What It Was Award for Sharpest Decline. Nice. And of course, uh, yeah, we could talk about Dominic Cummings mm -hmm. first up. Um, you oh, know, right. from devious mastermind to... To liberal folk hero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <clears throat> how, how upset <clears throat> must it be? Like, you've got the ear of the Prime Minister. You've made Brexit happen... You have been given that. You have been. You have been told for years you are wrong and that you are impossible to work with and your crazy ideas will never fly. Then, through sheer brute force of will, you get Brexit to happen. You get Boris Johnson as prime minister and you're his consigliere. And then Mitch Benn is singing a cowboy song about you. <laughs> yeah, it's you so blew sad. it. You blew it. That is a game over screen. <laughs> <laughs> the the number of times I've seen people um, like look at his. Um, <clears throat> like read his his tweets. Yeah. So they're doing a tweet like about how the Undertaker understands politics better than uh, Boris Johnson mm -hmm. or something, and people laughing at him, going, <laughs> "I don't know what I was so scared about." And it's like you're you like Dominic Cummings is not an idiot. You are an idiot. I yeah. mean, he is also an idiot, but yeah. <laughs> you are an idiot. Like he hasn't changed at all. Oh no. The only thing that has changed is whether he has any power and mm. the media perception of him. Mm -hmm. And you've just. Followed that right along. Gobbling it right up. Yep. Just ridiculous. Um, okay, next nominee was... Uh, so, Armando Iannucci. Hmm. Right? This has been a multiple year decline. This has been a multiple year decline, but this year yeah. was the year when I was like, you are you are fucked, mate. You're done. In the past has written some of my favourite comedy, Brass Eye, Alan Partridge. Thick of it, still really, really funny. Mm -hmm. Some really brilliant stuff. This was a real... This has been a real bummer to, to watch. Yeah. Um, Death of Stalin fucking sucked. It was yeah, terrible. Avenue 5, yeah, which bad. he did as well, was terrible. So bad. Uh, like a space drama with, like, imagine Voyager, star, a, a, a comedy of Star Trek Voyager starring Q Laurie on a, a space cruise liner. That was Armando Iannucci's, like, created by, written by. Awful and, and not funny. Like that's crucial because like you can make comedy out of any old stupid premise, but yeah. it's, it's it's just terrible, terrible. Um, I mean, America's already got two of those running at the moment. Yes, like one with Tim Heidecker and then one with like uh, Jason Sudeikis, I think. Mm. Isn't he doing Jeep? Is that done now? Jeep. Jeep. Veep. Veep. That's Veep. Is, I think <laughs> Jeep was a very Veep. different <laughs> show. Yeah. <laughs> with, with the theme song by uh, Amanda. Uh, oh, what's her name? Palmer? Yeah, that's Bynes. right. Really? No, I'm making that up. Yeah. <laughs> she, she it did, does feel like it would. She, uh, she did that Jeep song about like seeing her ex's Jeep around town. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amanda Palmer, one of, the, like, one of the few people on Spotify that I have to do the thing on to make never appear near me, ever, please. <laughs> Very special brain. Um, yeah, he did that. Uh, the last film he did, I think, was that David Copperfield Oh, yeah, he, well, did, he was involved he? in that, wasn't he? Yeah. What was that about? He that did was that. So it's like baffling. Fucking, it's so baffling because, like, he goes from these particular slices of comedy, like mm. very well observed bits about UK life, and I haven't seen Veep or anything, mm. but I don't know. If Veep's very funny. It's it, it's it's very um, like American thick of it, um, mm. which. <laughs> the tone is different. The tone is much more for American prestige TV. It, I thought it was still pretty successful, and that Elaine, what a delight. <laughs> it's just like it's just going from that to doing Dickens it's yeah. like retreating back into the canon 
Yeah. Why don't you just fucking do 1984 set on a university campus or something? <laughs> fucking. Well, that's what the new, that's what the new season of the perspective. Uh, Blackadder 5 is going to be, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. to be oh a... shit, no, you are fucking yeah. 100% right. You want to be right. a, a cancelled professor. Yeah. You are absolutely fucking right. Oh, my God. That'll yeah. never happen. No, uh, it will not happen. There was a there was a, a review, an interview I saw with him of like, <laughs> everything's like the thick of it now, that kind of thing. Mm. Shut the fuck and up. It was a, like a question that somebody asked. It was, a question was put to him. How would Malcolm Tucker, Ollie and Glenn advise Boris Johnson and Keir Starmer? And he said, to Keir Starmer, they would say, just be yourself, whatever that is. <laughs> dig, dig. The main thing I remember about Malcolm Tucker is he would walk into a room with a politician. And be and immediately his, satisfied. He'd put his hand on their heart and just say, just follow this. <laughs> oh my God. Dig deep, find out who you are and be that. To Boris, they'd say, whatever you are, be the opposite. Don't be yourself. Any personality trait that you are currently manifesting, could you please reverse that? Do your utmost not to be the person you are. That is not at all what you're... That's not what you wrote. Are you a different (laughs) person? Or did he just have other writers in there or what? Especially like... Did he get replaced replaced by a body snatcher like Avril Lavigne? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was executed by the uh, US military. By the deep state. (laughs) The worst thing that I saw him do this year was... And I can't believe he actually did this. He brought out an epic poem mm-hmm. and, and charged money for it. <sighs> yeah, he wanted to read Pandemonium. it out on the pod. And I wanted to read it out on the pod, and now I'm going to. Okay. Oh. Say heaving oh. muse, what oh. catalogue of restraints and luckless lockdowns fell upon the unwilling world, accompanied by pains and stifled shouts of family grief. He's taking off his microphone. <laughs> Till the world's the wisest company of brethren in stately halls and candelabra chambers flush. At their desks, with freshest data brought into that wailing noise. Carry on. And called into those begging for relief. Tell Mighty Wit how the... Oh, my God. So Carry on, don't... Look, you may need to go get another drink. You can finish it, coward. That tremendous plus, the science, saw off our panic and globed vexation until hey. a drape of calmness furled around the earth I and beckoned love science. a new and greater normal into each life for which we give plenty gratitude and pay. Uh, take us bravely to that source of all our woe, a wetted, weather, wet and withered bat in Wuhan, or some say a bat lab nearby, carelessly venting bat juice to the world. While it is equally true, Pharma and or Bill Gates, in league with the Illuminati lizards, had poisoned okay, cameras in our breath. All right, that's enough. Um, what the fuck happened to his brain? What the fuck? <laughs> this was a person who has coined so many phrases that you still yeah. use. Like, I mean, he edited fucking um, Comedy Vehicle as well, the Stuart yeah. Lee thing. Yeah. The, like, Normal Island and, and all, those, all those catchphrases of yeah. left, left Twitter mm-hmm. and all those people coined them because he was known for having an adroit phrase. Yeah. And he produces and so epic sharp. poetry, and yeah, it's so sharp. And this, he's talking about like making Homerian poetry. He's he belongs in the song contest. Yeah, he that does. belongs in the song contest. Yes, yeah, that's oh, that yeah, awful. Uh, next up, we have GB News. <laughs> uh, so this was a big scare story. They didn't launch until I think ju- uh, June. Right? Okay. So you had half a year of basically them hoovering up turning point people, yeah. um, alt-right people, uh, telegraph journalists and old presenters who thought their time might be up at the yeah. BBC. They turned down Matthew Stadlin, who's on LBC, 
who is really because there was that great tweet exchange where he was um, oh, yes, used to complain yeah. about GB News and one of the people said like that's why we turned you down. <laughs> but there was a big like proper mor- almost a moral panic coming to yeah. this is this is going to do it. This is going to get the Brexit class and it's going to turn them into rabid animals and they're all going to come and kill Could us. Could you imagine kill if us we in had our, a right wing news media? Kill us in our coffee Could shops. Could you imagine how would we survive with a right wing news media? Oh, you don't I, understand. I can't picture There's it. never <laughs> been a news channel with an ideological bent on British shores before. <laughs> it would destroy everything. Can you imagine the people from Dagenham all rising up and coming and murdering us, murdering us in our coffee shops <laughs> and our bagel places? Um, so that... <laughs> it had 336,000 viewers on the day of the launch. I think within about 48 hours, they had already had someone say, actually, he was an ephebophile. Um, <laughs> talking about Jeffrey Epstein, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we need to get the details right. Oh, it was that woman, um, that weird uh, um, Lady, Lady Colin Campbell, yeah. Yeah, love her, because she didn't say, actually, he's an ephebophile. She, he, she actually said, actually, I think you'll find it's ephebophilia. Because you've got to do it with that proper accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, within two weeks, the uh, Andrew Neil, who was chairman and lead presenter, took an indefinite leave of absence. <sighs> And then it really started to go downhill when Guto Harry, who was a presenter, took a knee with the England team and everybody, they started a boycott GB News. Like its normal <laughs> audience started a boycott GB News. I saw a lot of, they've been taken over by the leftists. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> takes online. By, by the 14th of July, just over a month later, it had ratings that were zero twice in a day. <laughs> My Twitch stream is better than that. <laughs> Um, and by October, only Farage's show was doing any real numbers, which were about fifty to hundred k. Which in Farage's show, which is a pair of a pint, nothing. Isn't it? The yeah, Mitchell and Webb like sketch. <laughs> yeah. But it's like just having a pint with someone. I think having a pint with um, the the pictures of him having a pint with Vince Capel were very very good. Yeah, yeah, that that almost makes it worth it. <laughs> and it's just very interesting, like how again this uh, this sharpest decline thing seems to be mostly an imagery thing mm. because. GB News and Dominic Cummings in power were like the most dangerous mm. things. And mm-hmm. like, you have to actually look at what they're doing. At the time, I was like, I didn't think it was, I can never say never because predictors are really shit. Mm. But like, it's already crowded out. You already have that. Like, mm. Fox News for the thing, you already have Sky News that mm. has that. You already have Fraser Nelson on the BBC every other day. Mm-hmm. It's already done. Like, they have opinion shows on news mm. now. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what they thought was going to happen. It's already it's overcrowded. Well, yeah. television news has just been um, entertainment to reinforce their audience's prejudices for, mm-hmm. oh, God. I, I want to say since at least 9-11, probably earlier. Yeah. It yeah. has chased a, a particular kind of story and told it in a particular kind of way to yeah. sort of hardwire those old nervous systems. Um, next, we have Glenn Greenwald. Mm-hmm. Um He's had a really interesting journey over the past, I'd say, a year and a half or so. Yeah, he has. Um, I think he got he so he got fired from the Intercept in or, or he resigned. didn't get fired. He, he resigned. Yeah, Sorry. he resigned um, from his own company, <laughs> uh, <laughs> saying that he was being his his ideas were being stifled and he was being censored. And they're like, that's not what happened at all. You just said you were leaving. Yeah, so he the way he puts it, there was a story about Biden's links to Ukraine and China. Mm that the Trump campaign was running with and that he wanted to run with as well and he says it was spiked by the editors. <laughs> but he's the editor-in-chief. Yes. <laughs> um, but like... Uh, he was arguing in a mirror. 
What's that going to say? Repeat me in the argument. <laughs> he did. He did a. Um, he did a Suzanne Moore. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Very. But but so, yeah. but from his own company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so he's he's responded to this by becoming a proper like. I'm a dissenting from orthodoxy. I'm going to kick all the all you liberals everywhere's yeah, liberals. Yeah, so he bought all, all of Nick Cummins' books. <laughs> yeah, basically, um, and you know, a big tech censorship guy, and he's he's. He was always like this, but he's very hair trigger mm-hmm. he on is, Twitter he is... as well. He will fucking respond to literally anybody. Oh yeah, I think he responded to me a couple of times, <laughs> I know, just just goofing on him. Um, uh, yeah, he he has always had um, kind of center right libertarian tendencies. I think a lot of people mm. forgot that from the way that he was reporting Voted on for the uh, was in favor of the Iraq War. Yes, <laughs> him, uh, but the entire American left was in favor. Oh, that, actually, that's right. Of course, yeah, no, you're true. Um, his coverage of Snowden and Manning and uh, WikiLeaks, I think, made a lot of people forget that. Mm-hmm. And while he did do some valuable journalism, his own personal politics have always been dubious at best. Mm-hmm. Um, he's certainly gotten a lot louder about it <laughs> um, and in a lot more petty and very you know, outright goofy ways. Yeah. There was uh, one. I've bit, always been very suspicious of Greenwald. I was thinking of this on the way on 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 like um, when I was doing research for this, and there was this this tweet I'd like screenshotted, which was when um, he was talking about Carl Rittenhouse's acquittal, and he's like, <laughs> acquittal on all accounts. Carl Rittenhouse collapsed upon hearing the verdict in tears, as any eighteen-year-old would be in such a heavy situation. Shame on those who tried to claim his tears were fake. A completely disgraceful performance by the national media. The verdict was just if you watched the trial. And I would like, say, if I killed people and then I got off of it in court, I'd probably cry with happiness. <laughs> it's just, it's it's the way that it, it led so specifically to a specific number mm. of policies, which... I don't know if in in the perfect world libertarians wouldn't do that, mm. but no, he's like he's got to keep getting work, he's got to keep getting the money in, so he's got to go on Tucker Carlson mm. a million times a year, <laughs> and you know any principles out of the window, it's just no, who were my enemies, mm. and he's just become increasingly unhinged over time. Yeah, the thing, I'm not sure if he counts as like a, as like a really incredible decline because yeah, he's been loud. Like, I but, think but, he like, was Bobby's a right. Like Bobby never didn't really he's, trust he's him because right, of like yeah. knowing about him. I don't really trust him because I don't trust any Americans. Mm. I'm I'm always like looking suspiciously at Bobby. Um, I don't. And it's a right position to take. You know, like um, sleep if every... with one eye open, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I will because you'll be in my bed. Um... I will. <laughs> a nice little spoon. <laughs> but like, um, you know, like how if you're um, if you automatically against nearly every single war that's ever happened, mm. you'll come out better with regards to like foreign policy. Yeah, ideas yeah. Rather than... than picking and choosing. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I do with Americans. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I will say, um, I, I, I forgive me if he's on this list. I don't think he is, but I will say somebody who a uh, similar kind of journey as Glenn Greenwald, who disappointed me more, uh, would be Matt Taibbi. Mm. Oh, um, who yes. Who has like spent the last year being a culture war warrior and also an insane turf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, seemingly unprovoked. And yeah. Matt Taibbi, yeah, genuinely was a, a, a. I have enjoyed his writing very much. So, past, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's very much the same kind of cloth, cut from the same kind of cloth. Mm. As, as they're the, they're basically um, working the same grift at the moment. Those two. Yeah. Mm. Just this idea that you have mm. to, as soon as you, like, 
It, the most important thing in politics is trying to find where your next meal ticket's coming from. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you immediately seek out allies and immediately take on a line. And look, I don't know, yeah, probably very transphobic anyway and easily slotted into it. I, I can't... I don't... It's difficult to, like... When they're so grifty, you can't, like, separate out impulse from actual belief. There is something about, like, like the, free you know, but the, the whole freelance setup just encourages yeah. that kind of desperate seeking for... Yeah. Grifting opportunities. Yeah, it seems like that's that's the way to make money on your substack sub to yeah. say like the most outrageous, mm. hateful things to court that audience. Oh, like that thing about the um, would you play a game that gave you an achievement for killing all the minorities? Yeah, I don't know if, <laughs> if folks follow games Twitter. David Jaffe, who uh, uh, made the Twisted Metal games, really. did you see this? Oh, I saw oh, that. We were yeah. looking at it yeah. in the group chat, weren't we? Yeah. The, uh, the, the the tweet about a hypothetical situation which uh, of, of killing minorities, which he used to just make a YouTube video about, like, look at the tolerant left yelling at me for just asking a question. <laughs> so, big brains. Big brains out there. Okay. Is that all of them? Uh, we have one more. Oh, okay. Very short one. Uh, it's the Dead Kennedys. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Who no, tweeted, Mrs. What did no, Dead Kennedys do? Who tweeted, thank you, Mitt Romney and Evan McMullen. Mitt cares about the USA. Now... <laughs> I'm going to guess what you're going to say, but go on. Dead Kennedys without Jello have always yes. been liberal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They've been yeah. shitty liberal melts. Yeah, they yeah. literally... Uh, For according, years. According to, him, according to him, it was they... Because they, um, the rest of the band members sued him because they didn't want to... They wanted to use Holiday in Cambodia in a Levi ad. Yeah, yeah ad and he refused. Yeah, of course they're going to fall yeah. apart when you don't have the wild card. Jello. But also, they, they were <laughs> they were saying this kind of stuff yeah. about yeah. the... like. Thank you, John McCain, and thank you, the brave troops for I, the Iraq I basically War. didn't have space to put it in the hottest um, takes. <laughs> I just wanted and, to put it here. It was like, come on! Uh, but I, I was very delighted to see Jello Biafra uh, treating, uh, 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 tweeting like a, a meme image of like uh, the big buff Sheba of like dead Kennedys in the 70s uh, holding power to account, and then like the tiny Sheba dead Kennedys now saying, I want to kiss Mitt, Mitt Romney on the lips. <laughs> Which is, uh, oh, that's a very good, good bit. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, and that's it. So we have yeah Dominic Cummings, Glenn Greenwald, Matt Taibbi, GB News, and Armando Iannucci. Oh, it's Iannucci. My heart says Iannucci here. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, like that's I, my personal biases. Mm. I think things like Daddy Dom Cummings. I don't know. That that's a pretty good one. It's a sharp decline, but I think it's important to remember he hasn't changed. Yeah, of course not. He is doing exactly the same thing. Whereas Armando Inucci is not doing the same things. No, we've talked. We we yeah. basically touched upon GB News being doomed from the start because the um, television news in this country is already that. Mm -hmm. So trying to like, you know, trying to to split the vote by bringing in all sorts to this to this new failing channel. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like a logical conclusion, but and um, also after Brexit as well. After <laughs> after, 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 after you served your purpose, you freaks. After, yeah, after the Brexit anger has been utilized and and whatever, then choosing to set up your yeah. channel. But also it's like oh, for a GP setting news, up for like, a class. Could you imagine? Class shard could you imagine what kind of amazing right wing takes you'll have when you when you watch GB <laughs> News? Of course, you could listen to LBC where Nick Ferrari has been the morning radio host. <laughs> For like a million years. At least 25 years, right? Yeah. 
like a, a thousand years. Where else are you going to go and get a person dressed up as Churchill who they have to break character halfway through to say, you're not actually Churchill, are you? And he's got like a vape cigar. <laughs> oh, that was so good though. That was the best thing. Imagine, oh, imagine your news hosts saying thank you to a fat man cosplaying as Churchill. No, but did, did you actually watch the whole bit? When he, bre- yeah. when he breaks character, they're trying to almost like push him over into making political statements. And the guy is like, no, I'm literally just a cosplayer. I'm literally yeah. just a, like, a, I play, I, I'm a, like an impressionist. I normally do the panto. I do a panto <laughs> or I turn up at like a World War II themed fate. I have no political stake in this. So we had a Churchill impressionist on GB News who somehow managed to be less racist than Churchill. Yeah, it's Armando in achievements. It's got to be. Greenwald can go piss up a rope. Mm. Um, yeah, well, a very yeah. well-established furrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys, next one. This is by an up-and-coming hip-hop artist called Escapist. The song is called Sack Boris. He has Shit. 30... What, oh, no, 31... 40 views. Four uh, likes. I will say that out of those 40 views... There's a few of those of me. Uh, uh, <laughs> forgive me. Forgive me. Oh, I saw. That's um, that's me testing the voice samples when I'm choosing my Elden Ring character. <laughs> I ain't gonna sit here and twist this, and I ain't gonna sit here and ditch this. Ten, you are bad. The government is. I'm just ten, you are bad. Great. One man is no conspiracy theorist. I believe in COVID, but most of them became one because of this slow prick. First came about that it was an issue. Sure, cans and I bet he didn't use tissues. But guess what, guys? I can let it slide. He bumbled through. I can let it ride. Yeah, he's so, doing. Just like Eminem. Oh. I feel like this would be on Bo Selecta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always, it's the judgment is it would be the worst sketch a sketch show the BBC commission for one season in this loses points because of it just being a picture of Boris for the video. Yeah. They helpfully have the lyrics so we can do karaoke now. Yeah, there is that. Oh, also, for the sound quality, if you can hear Crackle, that's actually on the one that you've got on YouTube. That's not my fault. Well, no, that's from the original uh, vinyl. Rap as an excuse to not bother writing anything and just spew words that happen to not even rhyme in this case yeah. is one of my most hated things. But also, um, uh, cringe comedy rap is the domain of the white middle class. Yeah. Um, Goldie looking chain. They're okay. Goldie looking chain <laughs> are the exception that proves yeah. the rule. They yes. Are. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just, it's just awful, uninspired. That was like, there were, that one very, I the, had the, it the real a... Slim Shady, but with like some, some MIDI fart horns. It's very clown penis music kind, yeah. of, a, kind of a beat. <laughs> It was in the section of my big folder of bad music that I've been collecting. Um, it's like, my wife says, why do you listen to so much stuff that's just blaring noise that just like gives you tinnitus? And it's like, so I don't have to hear any of this. <laughs> I'm trying to kill my ears so I can be free. Um, 
it was in there with a lot of the ones that were, you know, like um, Cassette Boy. Does Cassette Boy still oh, yeah. Which none of those get on because they don't count. It doesn't no, count. No. If you're going to do your political song and you want to put no effort in, then you do the um, um, We Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> yeah. You do that one. Yeah. You don't do the other ones. You don't do the just using samples. That's just laziness. But yeah, that one is just like, oh God. And it just, it cringes. Do you, feel, do you feel the full body cringe of that? No, it's just, it's the same. There's, I bet if you went on, you could find that exact same song done like 20 oh, in a other folk, times. You could get it in a folk song. I, yeah. I didn't, that one didn't give me the full body cringe, but it made me sigh quite deeply. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. The spiritual sigh. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give that two spiritual sighs. Two spiritual mm. sighs. I, I, I think I'm, I, maybe two wiki watts. Yeah. Wiki Watts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. I'm going to give it a, um, I'm going to give it a Homey Roller that came out of uh, an American Gachapon machine. You know Homey Rollers? <laughs> no. They're, they're, no. they're these little, these little toys of, uh, of, um, black and Latino, um, guys in little cars. <laughs> I bet that's, <laughs> sensitive. I bet that's sensitive. <laughs> it, I think it is, like I, a, I think oh, it is actually right. by, it's, it's a, like a, a, by a black and Latino. Oh, okay. Uh, Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> But, so I just uh, assumed Japan. <laughs> okay, next up we have the Just Fucking Stop Award for things that need to just fucking stop. Mm-hmm. Um, these are things rather than people. Mm-hmm. Uh, first up we have the COVID press conference at five. Well, it's done now. <laughs> it is done. COVID's over, but buddy. COVID press conferences in general. But, I mean, press conferences in general, The, start, yes. the way they've yeah. been doing those COVID press conferences. When did they start? Because we had the, the we they obviously had the, the Theresa May thing. They started at the start of the, pre- the COVID press conferences. Or do you mean I mean, the... I'm talking about the press conferences at five. Specifically, this is about the COVID press conferences because I'm fucking sick of them. But the press conferences at five thing needs to, yeah, stop. I think. The COVID press conferences um, started at the start. Um... But they very quickly became, here is a man, he will show you some graphs, yep. and they will explain loosely some science, and then a politician will just say what they want to say. Yeah. And then choose their selected favourite <clears throat> journalists. The odd, the odd like, twinning of science and politics in that way, of having the scientists there to explain the things, and then the politicians to explain how you should feel about those things. Um, to very, justify the we weird. are doing things because we're following the science and then like now where everything is done now and they're like this doesn't seem like following the science it's like it was never following science yeah you were doing you were following the science up to the point where it started to cripple one of your key constituencies like that's yeah. that is what you were doing and everyone knew it and there's just no need like i, I it's a weird kind of thing because you would want to have more like transparency and accountability mm. and all that kind of thing but those things seem set up specifically not to because it's just as people are finishing work and or mm. are at work still yeah so it's like you you put it on it's like this is going to be important this is going to be important it's like no it never is important no yeah that's good um next we have the bbc pretending just they, the bbc the bbc <laughs> pretending they don't know exactly who they interviewed <laughs> Uh, oh, this is a good one. Gonzalo, I don't want this to ever stop, though, because it's so good. What do Gonzalo Pinochet on the Chilean election, Alan Dershowitz, talking about fucking Jis Lane Maxwell having common? Jis Lane. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Getting Star Wars the Dershon was very special. It was. That was good. very good. And it's that also, was shocking. Part of this is also the walk back of like, oh, there was a grievous error. It's like, you couldn't possibly have made that error by accident. You couldn't well, do they, it. They are like really No, 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 no. No, these are... No, d- these sorry. Dershowitz was chosen. But not picking up on... Gonzalo's kid? Come on. It was Pinochet's nephew, I think. Yeah, but it's like... You know, they, they. I could see them saying, "Well, it's a common day." <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, not even really. I could say, okay, attention. with with Pinochet, it was clear because Gonzalo Pinochet. I looked him up just afterwards, and he's a proper like U.S. think tank has lived in fucking Langley for the past no shit. twenty years. Guy, right? Yeah. So he was put up there <laughs> by someone in the U.S. security apparatus to opine this particular thing yeah. on the BBC at that time. I'm sure he did other interviews that day as well. Mm-hmm. And I could almost see you being. Maybe one person being hoodwinked, but it's not yeah. just one person. No, it's person after person. Even if you talk about right wing talking heads getting like Fraser Nelson mm. on to talk about epidemiology, mm-hmm. the editor of the Spectator. How big is the Spectator, by the way? What warrants them being on pretty much every? I mean, I know they've got a big heritage. Well, no, it seems probably Coke funding. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, well, the, the office has seen big, but they've got to have that full-blown Gatsby-esque ballroom for where Taki lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he lives in um. What's that ski, uh, the, that Swiss Gestad. ski, Gestad, yeah, he lives in Gestad, because that's what his column used to be about a lot, was <laughs> the new money coming into Gestad. That's what most of his columns are about, actually. We all, fo- we all focus on the Nazis, but we never, we all focus we on never think about... anti-Semitism and excusing all... the Nazis, but we always seem to forget that most of his columns are about new we... money ruining the ruining <laughs> Gestad and ruining the vibe. We always talk about the Wehrmacht, but we never talk about how he saw someone wearing sequins. <laughs> <laughs> um, next we have, oh, fucking NFTs. Uh, don't even know what the framing is on this one. Just fucking just don't hear about them. Look, sometimes you get something, and I felt this a lot with like financial crisis and all that mm. kind of thing. But sometimes you get something and you look at it and you see so obviously that it's fake. Mm-hmm. So obviously that it's engineered for a particular reason, whatever that mm. reason is, and yet it still continues, and more more people get sucked in. And that's paper hands just... talk, my friend. Huh? That's paper hands talk. It's paper hands. <laughs> exactly. That's the kind Ooh. of thing paper hands would say. You need to have some diamond hands on you. Mm-hmm. It's NFT lingo. Paper hands are people who are like cowards and are not going to make money off NFTs. They, they fold quickly. Oh, yeah, they fold quickly. Whereas oh, diamond hands. Right. Okay. Okay. I kept thinking. <laughs> just sitting there with your paper. Hands. Looking at my hands. <laughs> They're not paper. They're just flesh. But yeah. So NFTs. Yeah. Crypto is only good for one thing, and that's for buying mediocre weed on the dark web. Um, <laughs> if you're going to be buying um, uh, a picru picture of a monkey in a piss helmet for your life savings on the not dark web. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I think they're it, using crypto wrong. It spiraled out to the point where someone um, crowdfunded themselves buying a diamond so that they could smash it, take a picture of it, turn it into an NFT, and therefore the NFT would hold its value because NFTs are only a receipt of something and not the actual thing itself. And that the, the the diamond would not hold its value as well as the NFT. Their defense was, without your ancestors throwing resources in seemingly foolish experiments, you'd still be living in the Stone Age. It's like, you're in the Stone Age! NFTs are, yeah, like the crypto thing is like, is stupid and a lot of the arguments mm-hmm. made for its wider adoption 
as this world historical thing is mm -hmm. stupid. NFTs and the the level to which they have taken over, like a significant segment of celebs and mm. oh, it's it's people. absolutely vile. Mm -hmm. It's vile, but it's also it's it's so it's magical thinking, but you're getting to see it forming in real time. It's an economic bubble, but for nothing. Yeah, and I mean, it's not even useful magical thinking. Literally, like, like, like making QAnon. Literally, <laughs> the South Sea Island shares and tulips. Useful magical were more thinking. Yeah, right here. My beer mat with my sigil on it. Uh, I've made an NFT out of that. Because I can. Because I could. I could do that now. And yeah, it just the 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 worship of the image. I don't know. Yeah. Like worship is all shit. Like it's so horrible. Ungraven idols. I, NFTs have been around for a while, but like the whole conversation mm. about them uh, in the mainstream only started last year. Yeah. And they were really pushing hard. Like, oh, it's a new way for artists to uh, uh, make capital How? from their from their from their work. But it's not that at all. It's like let's just do some procedurally generated monkeys. Um, yeah. And, and if, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. This is the thing. <laughs> That has made me the, uh, I, you know, I, I've been on the cusp of a breakdown for a while now, and and if this is contributing to it in no small part. Other thing that I am not invested in at all. around to find you and you're just scrawling apes on your wall. <laughs> Look at me, my, my hair and my beard are gone. <laughs> this is what happened to you me You are this cleanly week. shaved, you're smartly dressed. That this, ain't right. You are on I got weed Goku friend. on my chest, that's okay actually. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. But, that's, that's the only thing holding you on. <laughs> You're being held together by a weaker no, that's, yeah, that's my tether to, to reality from the, from the abyss. Yeah. But for a thing that you can see forming in front of you and a thing that you could ignore, right? Yeah. And it, it's difficult, but you can ignore NFTs. Yeah. But the, the fact that, that you engaging with them and understanding and seeing everything that's going on with them is really fucking dark. Mm. Because there could be, I mean, aside from the huge crash... Like, there is literally only one other thing you could use it for, and that's billionaires swapping. Like, using it's it, just money using laundering. Using it as their it's own resource. Money company. laundering again. Yeah. And money laundering. Yeah. And the fact that, yeah. It, like, it's not even useful money laundering, like the, um, the American sweet shops or, uh, or like um, the, um, the London tourist tat shops, which mm. are useful money laundering. Um. I'm trying to think of like what's a what's a similar tack to this that we've seen in the past. You mentioned tulips. That's 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 very good. Like I don't know, fucking Beanie Babies, the mm. dot com boom. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's got the big early, vibes of that. Actually. The early age of Kickstarter. I, yeah. I don't know, but like, but you're literally selling nothing, mm. and yeah. you're receiving nothing. I think that's yeah. the thing that really like that most shocking pisses, shit. pisses me off because has no one actually like there are there are so many economists and analysts and whatever in this world and there's no actual panic about this that there are serious fucking amounts of money going into literally nothing this is yeah like you say tulips you have a tulip south sea island shares you have shares in a company it was bollocks but you have nothing there yeah. is nothing to this and people talk about it. I didn't include it in any of the awards, but there was that really long thread that was like, yeah, my wife left me because I spent... I don't know if it was real, but it was 150 tweets long, so it better be <laughs> fucking real. My wife left me because I put all my money into NFTs. They don't understand. NFTs are going to save the world. We're gonna, I'm going to be a trillionaire, and we're going to end world hunger. And it's like, there's a lot of rubes getting brought up with this idea that they can combine their capital with like doing good things, which is a theme of the last few years. But the fact that they've boiled it down to... Oh no! It will be through this particular mechanism. Yeah, 
not actually doing well crazy. anything. Crazy. I mean, maybe it's something to do with the dollar as a reserve currency being under threat. Maybe that's it. The only other thing I can think of. Well, I mean, the the, the real the real delight about this is, um, you know, there are, there are so many rug pulls. I mean, the the whole all of NFTs are a scam, right? Yes. But there are so many rug pulls where um, th these NFT producers just take people's money and then like don't even give them the NFT. Yeah. <laughs> um, this and they're, and meaningless piece of code that would yeah. take a second. You, you don't even get that. Make. But like they're, they're talking about, you know, how, how great it is to have decentralized currency. And then they start like crying to the police, like, oh, my decentralized currency is decentralized. I need, I need a way to get this back. It's, have you thought about this for... No, you haven't. It's pure you victims haven't. of propaganda because also for, 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 you say about the decentralized thing, for like the last 10, 20 years, the solution to everything from climate change to tax reform has been, actually, we need to localize and decentralize. That was the good guy answer Yay. to things. And it, it's ended up with this. I'm just hearing a lot of paper hands talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll um, slap you with these paper hands. What, before we move on, did you see the Melania Trump news there? This is some very delightful NFT news. Melania Trump, um, I think last week, um, minted an NFT of her face. Mm -hmm. um, okay. It sold for, I think, half a million? Mm -hmm. Half a million dollars? Um, and because all transactions on the blockchain are public, uh, it was uh, uh, revealed that um, she was the one who bought it. Wow. Well, what, see, to that's, to that's inflate its hands. value. That's wow. pure diamond hands, what she did there. Minting and buying your own NFTs at auction. I will today. smash your diamond hands, turn them into an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can't smash my diamond hands with your paper hands. Do you know nothing about NFTs? Or just buy a hammer. That's what this lady did. <laughs> a real thing, a hammer. <laughs> uh, next we have... Um, this is a short one because I don't really know what to focus on because there's so much of it, but unheard. Just unheard. Unheard. 40 articles a week on the death of the West takes in every single fucking writer, every single uh, turf, every single piece of shit who's been kicked off somewhere else mm. goes on there and seems to have an article a week for life. I do not understand what fucking money is behind that. I have no idea. I assume it's very shady because they produce so much content. Or are these like... Are there are there writers like proper cucked and not getting paid for it? Mm. That'd be pretty there funny. It's like yeah. a glorified blog, just like yeah. little baby version of the Spectator. Yeah, I mean, but no, I reckon there's money behind it. it. I mean, you're with, talking with, about with, like with, with Paul, Julie with, Bindle and yeah. Suzanne Moore and people. They're like not getting that. out of bed. Giles Frazier as well. Like he's not. There's no point in him doing that with the hope of getting more work in the future. They're not at that stage in there. I yet. mean, yeah. Paul Embry. Sure it seems is. like this is his only job. Ah, hmm. uh, Paul Embry. <laughs> got forgot didn't you <laughs> everyone else did it better than you and now they don't need you there's no left or working class to fend off is there paul how does that feel <laughs> well he'll he's he's got solidarity from stella creasy so <laughs> that's that's worth uh that's worth a shattered diamond next we have uh, i'm pretty sure we had him on this list last year tony blair the man <laughs> he's always got something to say um uh, mainly because i came is he not a person that should go away he's a thing now yeah, the concept, really the concept of Tony Blair. Did you see him, the picture with him with the long hair during lockdown? That he, he, I think it was like September or something, and he had the long hair, looking like the fucking crypt keeper. Very hip. Holy I was thinking more shit. like a like an evil alchemist. He's like someone who looks like he's he looks like he's been locked away in his tower, just thinking and making things. And <laughs> he's got um, like a language that would be he'd have a beard though, because that would be. I think he's. I think he's. It's that weird. Like who else had the weird? Um, it was on the Blair documentary. Um, Jack Straw had the um the COVID 
mullet. Yeah. He's the um, he's the he's Mick Jagger's portrait of Dorian Gray. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Looks horrifying. I mean, this year he's had so. He intervened as he usually does mm-hmm. uh, every three months to say Labour should do more right wing things. Yeah. This is not unexpected. But then started getting involved in like trans stuff. Mm-hmm. And is he crying about, about the woke definition of now? a woman and crying about woke politics. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're just agreeing with his old friend Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's just, he's going to be fucking knighted after all this time. Right, yeah, I mean, okay. that tracks, though. PMs yeah. should be knighted directly afterwards, and then they should be shunted off to whatever fucking hole they go to, whatever investment yeah. fund, and we should never hear from them again. Brexit ruined everything because yes. it meant that PMs were allowed to come back and talk. Yes, 100%. One of the worst things Brexit ruined is that you have to, you can't have that natural cycle mm. where they go out and make, I mean, you know, in usual cases it would be like £10 million, but in his case it's about £400 million yeah. from advising Uzbeki tyrants. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just fuck off. Just mm-hmm. go away. You have nothing useful to say. Every time I hear him, he sounds older. Mm-hmm. He sounds like he's been reading less and staying in touch with things less. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, next up, we have uh, people who are all Boris must go, hashtag he must resign. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, GTTO. These people need to shut the fuck up go away he's not going to go out like that unless he chooses to mm-hmm. I mean this system already fucking appoints its leaders and I've got a sneaking suspicion that some of some of you would prefer to appoint your leaders anyway mm-hmm. which I heartily disagree with um, a lot of you uh, yeah. said in uh, that uh, you couldn't in good conscience uh, vote for the Labour Party in 2019 mm-hmm. yeah. exactly yeah wasn't that long um, my revenge is still outstanding on these people and the Boris must go thing of imagining that shame or indignation would move things along at this point is fucking stupid he might go tomorrow but it'll be his choice yeah and the British and also the British state supports him in that he's it's not like an exception like the idea that you could shame him into leaving is like that surely that went out the window when it was when it was found out that he was paying a stripper to teach him excel one of the yeah, <laughs> like he was not gonna like you can't. He, shame never, this man. he never what learned Excel, and he didn't. Apply, <laughs> he never applied himself. He never learned any Excel of that lady, and he, I mean, he paid her fair enough in good conscience, but it sounds like a pretty sexy le- lesson. <laughs> but like, you can't embarrass him. No, because everybody comes out every day and says, "Oh, you're fat, and you got messy hair, yeah. and you dress funny, and you talk kind of funny," and it's like that's. It, I mean, I would say almost that's making him stronger, but actually it isn't even really making him stronger. That, James O'Brien, is what you voted for twice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat up slime. Um, next we have speculative anti-Corbynism. This has actually come up oh, the, recently. Um, oh, the long uh, Corbyn. Imagine if Corbyn was here. Exactly. Ian, for, here's a, the hard example. Uh, Ian Austin, obviously. I don't believe the hard left would have accepted an election defeat or even held one uh, that they'd lose. We've become complacent about our democracy and take it for granted and we must defend it in institutions that underpin it. But we did lose an election. We did lose an election. And, and We've lost multiple elections. We're not in charge of holding them. I'm a British communist. I've lost everything. You've lost every <laughs> single election ever. And you, Ian Austin, are still able to walk around menacing animals. <laughs> so that tells you about what I'll do. There's been a lot of that recently with like uh, Russia and Ukraine and it's like... Oh, 
we really dodged a bullet with that Jeremy Corbyn. He might be withdrawing troops from neighbouring countries right now. It's like, that's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. He might not put the full sanctions on. That's literally what yeah. they're doing now. Well, with, if Corbyn... Okay, that's if, no judgement well, on don't either. Like either. Like, if, Corbyn like, was, if Corbyn was Prime Minister now, um, the NATO stuff it. would have been the same, but there would have been harsher sanctions. Yeah. There would have been. Because he was calling for them when you people were telling him that he was disgusting for doing that. He yeah. wouldn't. He wouldn't push the nuclear button, though. No, he wouldn't. That's all they care about. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Boris has been slamming that button hard, but has just found out that it's not connected to anything. <laughs> it's. I, and it's I, just I, been there as a sop for years. I like people being able to take joy in things, hmm. right? I really, I'm really happy when people are happy, and just take fucking happiness in it. Not everything is horrible. You fucking won. Hmm. Yeah. You did it. It's over. I think it's one of the things that's you made me most upset is how un- how unhappy they how are. How unhappy victory. and how ungraciously they took it, which is like, not only did you did they not win, not only is he not leader, he's also not a member of the party anymore, mm. and we'll have to make the choice at the next by election whether to stand as an independent against the party he has devoted his entire life to, yeah. or I, just bow out of politics on that note. Mm. Which, which is who yeah, can blame okay, him? Humiliated. Yeah. No. And I, I couldn't blame him, and I don't think no. I don't think he no, should. I, think he should I don't think he should be humiliated because you know mm. he did. He got closer, and what yeah. that's worth, that's that's worth doing. But just fucking leave it, man. Yeah. It's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and next, I have my most controversial. That's not my most controversial takeover. Uh, the other side of that, speculative pro-Corbynism. Mm. It's lost, man. It's done. You can't like. Yeah, come on. We gotta. We gotta move forward. <laughs> Tweeting that Labour was founded as a socialist party at I don't know fucking Ian Austin fifty three mm. times a day. It's never gonna be a compensation for what we didn't get to build. No. Ever. You and this comes to like not even sentimental but like acrimonious attachment to the Labour Party. Yeah. Like a lot of people who've been like, oh, I got kicked out of the Labour Party, and it's like that's terrible. That's really unjust. There's nothing you can fucking do about it. Yeah. It needs to be something new. Yeah. Yeah. So? That is everything. Mm. So what oh, needs to hard. absolutely fucking stop? There's a lot of things to stop. The thing is, I think for the betterment of the British left, I think we should just move on from Corbyn. Yeah, we yeah. have to. I think we There's have no to. other option. <clears throat> but NFTs are such a big... I, sorry, I mean, they'll, they'll be gone soon. Then we'll have like. Run, I mean, like, yeah, PFTs. there's all, they're almost, well, it's almost PFTs. It's almost baked into them. Whatever. Well, that's like some other fucking gibberish. Well, well, one is, and I won't have any more of this paper hands talk ruining my investments <laughs> because I swear to God, this podcast will go dark because I won't be able to afford it because I'm making all my money off these. If I, like, I pay for all of the, um, all the stuff with Ethereum. Is that why you were taking pictures of me while I was on the toilet? Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> Look, um. The speculative Corbynism, whether pro or anti, is incredibly annoying, but it just amounts to people making a lot of noise. Um, NFTs are ruining the environment, and Mm. there's a lot of dark money, like, dark money just being moved from one country to another. I think there was a transfer of, like, a couple of billion from one anonymous wallet to another anonymous wallet a few months ago. I I think it's generally a force for for evil. Um, I can't wait until it bursts, but... At the same time, I think that, yeah, you know, as you've said, it'll be PFTs or whatever. The genie's out of the bottle. Um, yeah. I don't, even if the, if the bubble does burst, I mean, we're in a brave new world of tech shit. Yeah. 
for me it's nfts i don't what do you guys think i i think it's nfts because yeah you are right like the the and now they've got super bowl commercials with larry david hawking them yeah yeah okay you can have your nfts um i yeah i just want people to move on from corbin yeah both pro and anti fair um very but yeah you you can carry on being paper hands and try (laughs) to um, but if, if you I can find on, a better way for me to make money I, with little, what if I write on those paper no hands, effort? What if I write on my paper hands, Corbin must go. Slash reinstate Jeremy Corbin. Okay, this next song. This is Emerson Brophy. Sorry. Which is a good name. Um, Move Along, a song about vaccine mandates. And this one, I I like a lot because it is, as you can see, 55 seconds long. Oh. So I'm sorry to say that you won't ever be an astronaut. No matter how much you want it. If you choose not to do the training required for the job, very it's not exactly it is. It's very, such great height. That if you don't tick the boxes, put some effort. Then you don't fly yeah, the, the video is put some effort. Yeah, okay. That animation. You keys to the space station. You wouldn't scream discrimination. You just move along. If I want to be a nurse, teacher, builder, or anything, and choose not to get a vaccine, but it's mandatory, that's not the career for me, and I should move along. Yeah. We have <laughs> the freedom to make the choices no, that not. we want. But when we make them, sometimes the consequence is we can't work certain jobs and we should move along. Mm, I'd like yep. to see what he thinks uh, coercion is. <laughs> his theory yeah. of coercion under capitalism is. Um, well, you know, so like the thing is, how you, know, can, how you can have, um, wait, how you can give um, informed consent hmm. to have a vaccine under that circumstances. And for it to be called mm-hmm. consent without any kind of free yeah. choice. Yeah. Look, this is a difficult choice and a political discussion, and therefore we won't be having it on this podcast. <laughs> but like, I would say nurses that, and police. I would yes. say that if you've been a nurse for like thirty-five years, and your choice about whether you continue working <laughs> or not is based on having of having the vaccine or not, it should not be summed up in a fifty-second song on YouTube. <laughs> that is more complicated than that. Well, so you know, I'm hearing cases of nurses who are not. Who are not anti-vaccine, uh, but nurses who, uh, due to their underlying health conditions, are not eligible to have the vaccine, yeah. losing their careers. Yeah. There are some Yeah, like move that. along. Course, We're firing yeah. you. Yeah. I would say that... But also, yeah. I, I'm not in favor like, of vaccine bring, mandates. No, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not that, either. Like, bring it up, like, um, nurses, which, like, I brought... Like, I would say that as someone who was one and comes from a family of them, they are all fucking morons. <laughs> and if I could put it in the... Things that we should get rid of. It would be the notion that they're all Florence Nightingale. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it was also low key problematic. She was. Yeah, it's just that blithe, like, oh, don't worry, you can choose a new job. Yeah. You just choose a job. Just get a new job. But fine. I do it's like, easy. there's a couple of things I like about that. I like the postal service vibes. I like the effort he put yeah, into his video. Yeah, a lot of effort. Um, a lot of animation. Yeah. yeah. Um, I liked that it was 50 seconds long. Not keen on the message. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also 50 seconds long why didn't he extend it is that really all he had to say yeah that's all he had to say isn't it? a bit weird well yeah. so I thought it would stretch it out to a minute and literally a half the opposite of you you're Wario <laughs> brevity is the soul of wit it is it's true um, I, like I think for that it's a good effort 
I will give it six freeing of the serfs. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you don't put the work in, mm -hmm. uh, NASA will not give you the keys to the space station. Mm -hmm. oh. But to this hardworking, enterprising musician, I am giving him the keys to the space station. Well, that's very good. Go in there. Oh, you can wow. film some more music videos. All of them, yeah. That's very okay. good. Um, I'd like to see talent rewarded. That's like that's the thing that NFTs don't do. <laughs> um, hmm. I do. I do. I like. I like so much about it apart from the the content. So um, I'm going to give it a pint pewter tankard of nothing. Okay. All right. Pretty glass, but nothing else. Nice. Yeah. Okay. The possibilities are endless. You can put whatever he wants in it. <laughs> Next up, we have. I've got my mic on, and so that would be. Yeah, put your mic on. We are now like okay. So me and Bobby are like a couple of cans deep. We're like funyoned up. Adam is stone cold sober, exposing us to horrors now, and it does feel kind of like a hostage situation. I haven't broken eye contact once. It's well, bullying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> With either is... of you, which is amazing. We're just <laughs> on the opposite sides. My dog is cowering next to me. <laughs> she can feel my power. I'm only growing more powerful. And when I emerge from this horrible cocoon. Do you see? Do you see? <laughs> uh, okay, next up we have the Dire Thousand Deaths Award for the most craven of the year. Hmm. The biggest fucking coward. Mm -hmm. First up we have David... The entire La socialist campaign group for having taken their names off that fucking thing. Oh. Um... We have David Lammy, first up, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, wrote an article in The Guardian saying, I would never have nominated Corbyn if I had known what I know now. What do you know now, David? What you, yeah, what's different? Put it in print, David, you fucking coward. One of the things that always gets me is um, Burko, the mm. old Speaker of the House. Um, Jewish man, Tory, very Tory, long history as a parliamentarian. Very little is spoken of the things he said about Corbyn. That he's known him for years and he'd yeah. never think he's, he's not an anti-Semite. Yeah. Mm. You have people, you sometimes see older uh, news stuff from like 2015 mm. and you'll see people coming out with like, he's rabid anti-imperialist, he'll destroy the country and then like just standard politicians like, um, uh, what's his face? Shit, Deputy PM, punch the guy. Who threw an egg at him? Oh, Prescott. Yeah. Yeah, John Prescott saying, no, but what do 30 years? He's not that. He's a Labour MP. Yeah. Um, but they found something much more convenient now, haven't yeah. they? But the thing is, there's nothing like that take that um, thing, the idea that he'd hidden something and then revealed it in the like the last six years. It's such bullshit because if there's one thing that even the people that hate him would say, is that the man isn't a liar. The no. man has been obviously what he is for years. Yeah. He is a Labour MP who's more anti imperialist than most. Than, yeah, 99%. And it is, it is very funny considering... Still a compromise of, candidate, but... <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's what it was. But, like, considering David Lammy is somebody who hasn't shied away from coming out and saying you need to beat your kids. Mm -hmm. and that, was it he beat his kids? He said it's hard It's hard to know. He was one of the ones who said it's hard to know how hard you're allowed to hit kids when they're black. Because um, the, rule was, the rule was, I'm not sure if it's still the rule, is you're allowed to hit your kid to a, to a reddening of the skin. Yeah, and it was hard to hit your kids. If it yeah, but wasn't he also blaming... Um, saying that the riots happened. Because the riots happened parents because parents kids. didn't hit their kids hard enough. Yeah. Oh. 
somehow he can put out there. But no specific allegations, weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. Odd that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he stood with him on, like, platforms after he was leader. Talked about how, like, yeah. Bernie Grant, if he had been alive, would have, like, loved to see Jeremy as the leader of the Labour Party. Do you Party remember the and... um, anti-GL march that we may or may not have gone to? Where we um, were no, I can't essentially any such event, where we were holding a position, holding a position just so he could make a press conference in a dashiki. Or he like came yeah. up behind us and boxed us in in his dashiki. Yeah, and it was we a very large dashiki. And then if we were there, yeah, we yeah, might have run away. Warrior, and didn't they? Yeah, yeah. If if like, we were there, gotta go. We're gonna we're gonna get kettled. He's one of the most he's one of the most flexible. Oh yeah, uh, it, like without any positive spin on that, one of the most flexible people I've ever seen in. Mm. In, as an MP, he yeah. sucks ass. Believe, I, I, believes in fucking nothing, mm-hmm. absolutely nothing. Yeah. I, 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 I was living in Herringay when he uh, was first uh, when he was first elected, and I thought, well, hey, hey he's all right, and he quickly proved, mm. no, no, he's there's well, nothing. Like one of the there's nothing in this man's was, like, heart. He was complaining about um, young Labour and said, like, you can't listen to these people that are fresh out of university and their opinions. Yeah. A man who um, became who like. I think he became an MP like within a year or two after finishing his masters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. It was like twenty five, like twenty six, or something. The uh, the 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 great new young hope for yeah. for uh, for Herringay. Yeah. Next, we have um, Novara crying to unheard about free speech. Oh, yes. Our yes. yes. YouTube channel got flagged for around forty five minutes. Accident- <laughs> accidentally auto flagged. Probably mass reported by turfs. That's just how YouTube works. The yeah. algorithm, like, it's too big to manage. So if something gets flagged yeah. by thousands of of bots and sock puppets, then it it goes down briefly until somebody says, "Hey, can you check this for me, please?" It's the fact that it happened so quickly. It was so good. <laughs> it was so very good. And it was the fact that they had the article up so fucking quickly as well. Like mm. Ash Sarkar talking about how there's been a censorious turn on the left <laughs> and how left and right need to unite against big tech. Oh. Was up within like an hour and a half. Yeah. And like I would say to, to be them, fair, that, I understand it, it, it took quicker for the um, to be it took quicker for their YouTube page to come back than it did for the article to go up, but <laughs> only slightly <laughs> within about half an hour of each other. Do you know what? Apparently, right? But apparently, this is a, a feature of like being left wing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, right, you're on the outside and not <laughs> on the inside, <laughs> and generally going and crying to the inside. Is somewhat frowned upon. It's um, it is up there with like, if either of you didn't respond to a message from me fast enough, <laughs> I'd block you. You block would go you. on unheard and denounce <laughs> the censorious Adam and Rob. Yes, I would. But yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, uh. It's just the idea that like they had all these grand ideas and like, look, I I I'm I'm mixed on Novara. I think sometimes their content can be really good and mm-hmm. quite useful, and sometimes not so much and mm-hmm. their position as a media entity in this landscape is I don't know agnostic they exist like, there's nothing mm. that I, I asking for a better one or saying that it shouldn't be there is like pointless it, it I don't I don't know it just seems to exist but like they had all these fancy ideas like about fully automated luxury communism and stuff like that and it's like do you do you think they're not going to ban your fully automated luxury communism YouTube channel <laughs> when you get close to state power to implementing it mm. that's like part of it that's tactics mm. you know what i mean mm. it's like do you think they will not use unfair tactics and you have to go crying to your ideological enemies who would see you dead yeah in order to get some like clout or some coverage mm. and maybe then it will be less unfair yeah so that's a bit a bit 
far away from there are no fortresses Bolsheviks cannot conquer, but, you know, they're not Bolsheviks, I guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, like, immediately going looking for allies within, like, <laughs> the, the culture war. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, this won't backfire, just like it didn't for the Labour Party. <laughs> well, look, if we put personal politics aside, I think that there's no reason that a consensus can't be come to on big tech censorship between Ash Sarkar and anime Himmler. <laughs> both deserve their platform they do <laughs> next up we have a kind of related one uh, anti-semitism campaigners not making one actual allegation about Corbyn's anti-semitism now we've been around long enough that it's just been accepted that <laughs> Corbyn Cor Corbyn Corbyn was his Italian counterpart Corbini <laughs> um, that Corbyn was personally an anti-semite but like, there's been reams and reams of columns, mm -hmm. tons written about it, mm -hmm. God knows how many millions, billions of tweets about it. Never really one specific allegation of what he actually did. I'll even lay a wreath. Of him being an anti-Semite. Yeah, he laid the wreath. It, this is another um, situation. I think we spoke, I, I think maybe the last time I was on, we spoke about how um, <laughs> QAnon is um, a very... Um, a, a, a real example of uh, chaos magic and magical thinking. And I, I think the um, anti-Semitism allegations of Corbyn in the same way. Mm. Yeah. It's, you yeah. know, it's like... You will it into existence. You know, Japanese yeah. Shinto magic of Kotodama says something enough times yeah. and it comes true. Yeah. yeah. That is 100% what's yeah. happened. And it's... I guess it'll probably die away eventually, but... No, it, it, will, it won't die away because even... even if, it'll die even away if, in its usefulness, certainly. Well, no, it'll be, he's he's no, it'll be useful. It'll be useful to use against oh, anyone no, no, who has yeah, support. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a like, um, the, that's it. Could, they, they have ruined. They've ruined his reputation. We could fast forward to like 20, 30 years from now. Corbyn is dead, hmm. and someone who I know on, he's pretty fit. I think someone on Twitter who supported him is somewhere. It's like close to power, hmm. and they'll bring up their support of noted anti-Semite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they're cowards not for doing it because they're worried they're going to get sued because they mm. would go if it did actually go to court, then they would not be able to prove that he was mm. anti semite. Uh, there were people. Sorry, that... you aren't because that's why you don't. That's why you don't say it. Yeah. There were all, there were already people that he should have sued and would have had grounds to sue, and, yeah. and, yes. and he failed to do so. So, yeah. uh, you know. Um, next, we have uh, Republicans crying on the day of January sixth. So the January 6th coup I'm referring to. Um, How about anybody crying on the day of January 6th? Okay, I wasn't going to include this as a separate nomination, but I think we're going to put it in. Democrats crying on the day of the January 6th coup. The difference is Republicans stopped crying on January 7th and Democrats have never stopped crying about it. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I can't believe that Donald Trump's rhetoric has led us to this. It's like, it's your rhetoric. You've done this for years. Who are you crying a kid? Yeah. And Democrats then going, oh, it was it was a coup. He was going to take control of the government, and it's like, government's more than just that building. It's yeah. Like, were they going to take the roads or the post offices or the railway stations or you know? Well, you saw what they were doing when things. they when they got it's in like, there. No, they not. were just standing around, just, just hanging out. It was the saddest. Do. Fucking, shaman with his hat on. It yeah. was the saddest fucking thing seeing all of these people who had basically gotten as angry as it's possible mm. to be and not care about your own personal safety, and they go in there. With all of these, also all these theories, because QAnon's a really like 
chambered image focused like ideology which you would imagine they'd have real singular focus on finding things they get in there they don't know what to do mm. they're just milling around taking selfies I mean it's so sad they're, pretty much everybody who took part in the January 6th um, I'm not going to call it an insurrection. The January 6th uh, Benny Hill routine was um, uh, petit bourgeois um, who were like, hey, we're doing something. Yeah, we're just hanging out. I mean, I think there's like one actually scary person there was the guy who was like trying to find Nancy Pelosi with zip ties. (laughs) Um, Whereas like the rest, it was like, it wasn't really, Mm. it wasn't really anything. Yeah. It's just like all these people as well. Like even the guy with zip ties. I imagine he had that whole like operator aesthetic. Oh, probably. He probably would have bungled it. Did he it. have any plan of how to get the Speaker of the House <laughs> tied up out of Congress, <laughs> surrounded by our police? A, they had all the um, all the focus of a metal gig. If the if the front barricades fell down, <laughs> everybody wants to crowd surf. Yeah. <laughs> There's nobody there to catch them. They don't let you do it anymore. It's horrible. <laughs> Uh, next up, I have. I know. I know it was horrible what Donald Trump did. <laughs> yeah, he nearly he nearly shattered the republic, didn't he? Didn't you got to have respect for the office. You <laughs> gotta. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, next, we have uh, Boris. I'll just do Boris in here. Um, <laughs> it's not very good. Like he's not he's not like the brute I was promised. Yeah. You know? He yeah. had. He has everything. Yeah, he does. He doesn't need anything else. All of this stuff about him being beleaguered, it's like he's two years into a parliament where he has an 80-seat majority. (laughs) And with the obvious exception of several terrible, terrible bills Mm -hmm. that, frankly, they would have passed anyway because Labour appeared to support them, police bill, um, etc. He hasn't really done them. No. I know COVID is a pretty big excuse, I guess... But there's no, there's no, there's no Brexit. It's not mm. there. It's it's gone. It's disappeared. And he, and he has, and just personally, he has this habit of like, really ducking out of things a lot. This is no surprise, yeah. particularly. This isn't like, oh, yeah, this, this is the man who hid in a This is the, in the fridge right before being elected. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just failing into, you know, it's the it's the ladder of incompetence or the yeah. escalator of incompetence for him. Yeah. Mm. And like that. So there was one example. Like he. You can see in all of his speeches, even when he's proposing like a new policy, and he'll do half of the policy and then cycle back to just traditional Tory stuff. Mm. Like, even if it contradicts, like there was the one about um, passports being removed from drug users. Yeah. And the first bit is like all... Um, oh God, I forgot about that. Heroin and crack users are tragic. They have a medical problem. Yeah. Um, they need rehab. They don't mm. need prison because they're just going to prison, come out, and none of the problems are solved. So it's just a cycle. And then immediately goes on to the... Uh, we're going to look at new ways of penalising them, things that actually interfere mm. with their lives. So we will look at taking away passports and driving licences. It's ghastly. Nothing makes any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. It's horrific, but the, it doesn't have to make any sense. And he just, oh, I don't know, oh, whatever. Mm. I had an idea, but well, whatever. Mm. Just ducking out of literally everything. Going on holiday a lot to just yeah. not do things. Yeah, speaking of holiday, like watch out street crack users. You won't be able to take your annual trip to Majorca. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, next we have... Where's streeting? Um, so this was... I put this in most craven because... Because he's craving those McDonald's hamburgers. He, he really is. is. 
Um, I'm not a cow word. I'm talking about the burger made from a cow. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Did it. Well done. Just off the top of my head. I don't know how I'll do it. I don't know how I'll do it. Um, and there's this quote that keeps getting brought up from Wed Street and saying, like, we should drag a sacred cow of the Labour Party out to the town marketplace and slaughter it until we are up to our knees in blood. And Did he say that? Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, well, it was leaked internally. It was an internal leak. That if that it was, was me, I would sell it for some nice magic beans. <laughs> <laughs> Make an NFT out of it. And, like, yeah, sure, okay, you're in the Labour right. You want something that's so dramatically different mm. from what the Labour Party has done before. What sacred cows are you talking about? Yeah. Is it NATO? Because that they've all supported it. Yeah. You know, is it cops? Because they all... Proposed increases in police numbers. Yeah, you know, is it nuclear weapons? No one's ever disputed it. Like, I, what is it that you want? Mm. Do you know what I mean? You don't have any sacred cows because you've already like leaned into every conceivable form of copy of the Tories. Yeah. So come out and say what yeah. you want, which is actually what you want is people to be pissed off at you so you can expel them. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, next, we have another Labour Party MP, uh, Angela Rayner. This was for walking back the conservative scum remark. Yeah, that utter disgusting coward. It's it's waiting an entire month, which is too late. Yeah. Like, well, to be fair, it was it was always going to be too late. The minute you said it, they were just going to use it. Hmm. They will endlessly use it. And you can either own up to it, yeah, and just own it and be like, yeah, they are, because they are. Um, and at least they have some literally people... blamed her for David Amos's murder. <laughs> yeah, and literally have some support for her. Like yeah. there'll be people who'll still support you if you carry if you yeah. just stick to it, um, or you can just tell them that they're idiots for sa- for agreeing with you. Either you're fashioning this idea that she's doing the Jess she's doing the Jess Phillips a lot more successfully, I think, which mm. is fashioning herself as the no nonsense, um, says it like it is yeah. mum character yeah. in politics and. Yeah. Jess Phillips is a little bit too self-obsessed to make that work. Yeah, yeah, you see, she doesn't manage to make it work because she doesn't actually follow through and she's got too many people writing about her being it rather yeah. than her actually yeah. being it. Too, yeah. many fo- too many photo shoots and shiny jackets. Yeah, whereas Angela Rayner actually appears to be doing it. And yeah, maybe there is some potential of that being a really powerful like aesthetic or mm. image for something. It's image politics at some point. You have to like take it with a grain of salt as to what yeah. it is anyway. But like... You don't get that by walking that back and especially a month after. Like, you are no. going to... If you want to be that, play that character, you have to be that character. Yeah. And that means not apologising. Yeah, definitely. Have some self-respect. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's not the worst word you can say, anyway. No. It's scum. That's not, that's not that bad. No. It's and what literally everybody says about the Conservatives. And it... Well, yeah. I mean, if the shoe fits. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they are, yeah. Like the, yeah, they are scum. But come on, it's not that controversial. Next up, we have <laughs> Andrew Neil when leaving GB News. <laughs> so this this all comes from a Daily Mail interview. It's so good. He's the titan of. Has British... he done all of this? Did has Andrew Neil's like because he's been in his his fancy place in France? Yeah. Did he do all of his thing of like leaving the BBC? Joining GB News and then leaving GB News, all from his sofa. All from Saint-Tropez. I believe he yeah. was. I believe he was skyping in from his little yeah. island. I think at one point there was a there was a bit in Working the, in from the King. there was a bit of the interview um, where he said, "Oh, it was terrible at GB News. Me and my wife immediately had to pack and go to Jersey." 
So not even San It's like, I really need a break from all this holiday. I need to go to Jersey. I can't handle being around these fascists. So I'm going to go on to this island full of Nazis and sex offenders. <laughs> he said, um, I had a constant knot in my stomach. When I did wake up, I'd feel fine. And then remember all the problems I had with GB News. And this knot would come and wouldn't leave me for the whole day. Why pay me all that money? Why make me chairman? Why make me lead presenter and then not just not listen? I'm angry that what should have been my last big media gig, if we'd made it work, turned out to be the worst eight months of my career. The worst by far. When I finally, uh, from to last weekend, when I finally got free of everything. Don't forget, I've been on the IRA hit list twice. <laughs> I've had special protection anti-terrorist forces outside my house. I've been on a jihadi hit list. This feels worse. I guess you could just say whatever. I've been on so many lists. The list, the IRA hit list, jihadi hit list. Epstein's Black Book, all the lists. <laughs> the interviewer says, as I can attest, uh, he's a formidable boss. So it comes as a surprise when Andrew Neal starts to cry and <laughs> confesses to me how he nearly succumbed to mental Ooh. collapse. <laughs> and he starts complaining about, like, GB News. They said they weren't going to go down the conspiracy theory route and not bring in shock jocks. And it's like, <laughs> get fucked. Do you think they were paying you £4 million? <laughs> but just like your personality I think he almost broke down because oh. he didn't get to do the little weird like the dances or the little weird stupid comedy moments that he could do on the daily politics <laughs> and without them he, he just needs them he needs his little treat he is a perfect example of the um, the actually weirdly enough the opposite of Glenn Greenwald which is where you go from right wing nutcase to mm. um, studiedly impartial like mm. man of letters neutral cultural figure yeah. And what he did was he tried to hop between the two too quickly. You can't go. I mean, he'll be back. Apparently, he's going to get a Channel 4 show. Is he on LBC? Um, I don't know if he's on LBC, but he's getting a late night Channel 4 show. Oh, fuck. Uh, Channel 4 news show. Um, late night. And, you know, he'll be. Because he, he recognised the damage and got back quick enough. But, like. You mean late night coward. on Channel 4, like other great luminaries like the Royal Rumble? <laughs> In a more noble time than Channel 4. And Michael Gove, obviously. Oh, yeah. On that Channel Four comedy program, it was never shown. Uh, I think it was just. Was it not? Or was it, it, I thought it was like it was four an, episodes or something. I think it was only an internal pilot. Oh, uh, okay. I can't remember. Um, yeah, you thought you could go through the door back and forth, yeah. and you'd get the benefits of both, and you didn't, and you lost out. So stop fucking complaining about it. And finally, we have Twitter, <laughs> the biggest coward, for getting Trump booted off. For that not- happened in twenty twenty one. Come on! He's coming back, though. They they said that it's a, it's a temporary ban. Did they? So it's 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 not like me who has, <laughs> I've been banned permanently. Um, he, well, you're worse. I'm, yeah. In many ways, I am. When you um, were president, you did nothing about Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Vote me in another time. Twenty twenty four coming up. Your tan is shocking, <laughs> unlike his, which is just. It's a tough hair game to stick up to. Uh, but no, they said it's a temporary thing and he'll be back in 2023. So oh, really? Here's hoping. Yeah. Oh. Let him back on. And if he's president again in 2024, which he might very well be, <laughs> well, they, they got to unban him then. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so who's the biggest coward? That's yeah, David yeah. Lammy, Navarro oh, Crime to Unheard, anti-Semitism oh. campaigners, Republicans, Democrats, Boris, West Streeting, Angela Rayner, Andrew Neil, and Twitter. It's... I mean, but the the thing is, right? I mean, yeah, Rainer, that was a very cowardly thing to do. But um, as somebody who has been Keir Starmer's deputy for the past two years, 
that's kind of I that's would, kind of part and parcel. I, I, I would I would say in her I don't like Angela Rayner, but in her defence, she apologised in the context of receiving death threats. Let's let's pretend it's a vacuum. Hmm. Okay. She apologised okay. in the context of receiving death threats. Nobody forced David Lammy to say what he said. Yeah, he David Lammy doing the thing. He of, would be I was exactly wrong to ever position. nominate him. That that like that that's goes, pretty hideous. That goes on to that's like especially other things. Hideous. Like, you know, like the, the long it, the long term Labour tradition of you know putting a left wing candidate up there as like yeah, a pressure valve for the party. Horsing, yeah. Um, and he's like the position now in the Labour Party is that that should never ever that happen again. That will never happen again. Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to have this toy. Yeah, there there is no left wing of the Labour Party. Hmm. You vote for our candidate, or that's it. Yeah. And, yeah, it's probably. Lame. And he kind of gushed into it as well. It's the it's the fact that he felt he had to go. Also, when no one was listening. Plus, I listen to no David Lammy all the time go. on LBC, and he's fucking unbearable. Yeah, I mean, I guess like special mention to Corbyn accusers because this these two are very sharply yes. intertwined. Yes, this is kind of the same thing, but yeah. one is an elected official. Yeah, yeah, and like Navarra is kind of. Something that was funny. more funny. funny than anything. That was so like, funny. It probably doesn't mean anything. It doesn't really mean anything about my. Well, it didn't. Fu- it didn't mean anything because they didn't actually get banned. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So I think it's David Lammy. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, this next song is a guy who's been on previous ones. Um, he is a libertarian piece of shit. Um, for, I think he's done stuff with Spiked. He is a musical comedian. His name is Dominic Frisbee. And this, ah, yeah, very su- as soon as I, I saw the title, the part, I couldn't he? resist this one. Being, this is the ANCAP Calypso. <laughs> with Fuck the Government. Can't say that. Oh, he's wearing red three-quarter length shorts. Oh. There are bee masks. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I can see you dressed like that, Bobby, but you pull it off. Are those ladies? And his hat. Who makes I think they're stupid, sexy guy parts. Who ignored child rape gangs? <laughs> oh. Who gets into debt? The government. Yet we expect the government to sort things out. Fuck the government. Oh, it's so cheeky. Oh, fuck the government. He, he just flashed a V. Somebody fuck get him off YouTube. Fuck the government. Sit on my finger and swivel on my face. What? what? How does that work? That's not what swivel on screwed up healthcare. Who sent house prices so high? So he wants to fuck the government. Sorry, sorry. Who sent our prices so high? Yeah. Fuck yeah, the no. Your laws are too repressive. Fuck <laughs> the Your taxes are aggressive. Fuck the government. Your welfare is oppressive. Is a a oppressive yeah, he is dressed up as a It wasn't free speech. This is a fetish thing, isn't it? Yeah. With, with all the sit on my face. Poverty. Yep. Free movement didn't cause inequality. It was your interventionist policy. <laughs> ah. Fuck the government. The people are suppressed. Fuck the government. Taxation is theft. <laughs> the government. Anarchy is best. I'd like to take this ukulele and shove it up your ass. Why is it always a ukulele? What is their obsession with ukuleles? Another blissfully short one, but... You can't I do like musical the... comedy without a uke. That's a good point. I do really like the starting off with, like, who has the, you know, the bad drug laws. The government. Yeah. Who ignored child rape gangs? <laughs> 
It's like, yeah, these yeah. are similar things. These are similar things. These are both very similar things. Um, I was going to say, if anything, if you were really calling your thing the ANCAP manifesto, I would probably stick away, maybe move away from that issue. Yes. There were actually Ephibophili uh, rape gangs. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, that, yeah, that's bad. Bad. That's terrible, and it's it's very old fashioned. V masks, yeah. calling it the ANCAP calypso. It's not two thousand three. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he, yeah, just terrible. And He's like so... that smug thing of like, Haha, they're gonna get a kick out of this when I tell them all to fuck off. Yeah, it's um, that... while not threatening any actual power in this country at all. Yeah, pretty standard libertarian shit. Um, with his his cheeky swear words. Mm. Telling he the loves, government to swivel. He on loves it. that. He's playing off that. Yeah, he's got that same liberal swagger. Yeah, smugness, but he puts it to entirely different use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give him free lollies that are actually three thousand years old. Um, That's good. That's good. I, I, I mean, it was very well done. Like, if you ignore all the horror, there's a dance number. There's a proper dance number with what seems to be proper. I mean, at least proper dancers. There are people. There are people who are dancers, so I give it a hundred and fifty yards from the nearest school. <laughs> um, I give I give this one a Hawaiian shirt, but with a print of the Gadsden flag on it. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting am the least about the fighting game when Mr. Hoover said to